All right, and welcome to another edition of Beckett Radio. I'm yours truly, Derek Ficken. Other co-host Justin Gruner is out for another week. He will be back next week for an all-new show here at Beckett Radio. So we wish him the best as he is with his wife and his wife's family. Um, let's. I, I just want to give you a quick update before we go into what we got today. We're going to do a couple interviews. We're bringing on Mr. Andy Broom of Beckett Grading here to talk about the basics of card shows, what to expect, a basic survival guide. Um, and yes, it does mean basic survival needs like water uh, and, and some other key essentials for your average collector out there. Uh, and, and some other cool tidbits uh, now that the industry summit's going to be happening here next week and also big card shows that are happening around the country. And we have a special guest from Burbank, California, Mr. Rob Varis, who is now the vice president of Beckett Business Solutions. And he's going to come on uh, to talk to us about the new venture here at Beckett Media, which is called Beckett Business Solutions. And it will be showcased at the industry summit uh, in Las Vegas here uh, next week. So we're going to have a little bit of insider information from Mr. Varis as he comes on to talk to us about that. So first up, let's talk to Mr. Andy Broom. Andy, how's it going today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Man, it's it's almost the weekend. I always say that, you know, because Thursdays are one more day till Friday. I can't wait. I live for the weekend. So let's Let's get this show going and talk about some trading cards. Well, that sounds good. I'm glad you're excited about the weekend. Uh, we don't get many weekends off in the grading area. Yeah, you guys are, are just a beast, you know, grading all day, all night. I mean, I don't know how you guys do it, but it seems like you love it. And we're glad that we have guys like you in there, you know, just just knocking those cards out. Give us a, an average on a, on a weekly basis, how many cards do you guys grade? Well, you know, I actually get that quite a bit, and uh, it's really hard to, to gauge it. Uh, I mean, the, there are metrics kept yeah. of, of what's graded, but it varies so much, especially for me doing vintage. Um, you know, how many can you do in an hour? How many do you do, you do in a day? It, it varies widely. An example is, you know, if I'm doing like a, 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 a registry order of 78 tops, mm -hmm. obviously those are going to go a lot faster than, say, uh, an order of uh, T206 cards yeah, um, or an order that has a large number of altered and trim. So it's really tough, tough to gauge a, a number. I mean, I, for me anyway, I mean, some of the other guys might be able to give a, a better number. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it can range from a few hundred to, to you know, maybe three or four hundred or so just as an average for vintage you yeah. know it's uh but so it's, it's kind of really tough to gauge it how many guys do we have in the grading department here at Beckett well our entire grading department I now think is um uh, around 30 people total okay um you know we have uh we have senior graders we have uh, junior graders um right now I think as far as graders you know we have somewhere around um 12 or 13 I believe as far as as, uh, as just strictly graders, yeah, um, and we've been expanding so much uh, this year, especially this year and and last year, being a record year for us, that uh, we're we're looking for more graders. Um, it's a tough position to fill. It's uh, it's a position where you know if you haven't been a grader in the past, it it you need a lot of experience with cards. Yeah, um, you know, I've handled a lot of cards. Uh, whether it's a you know a dealer where you're you're buying and selling for a living, you know you do a lot of shows, but if somebody really has a, a strong grasp on uh, cards, not only identifying card issues but uh, familiarity with um, 
counterfeits and alterations, and it's 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 not as easy as a lot of people think. It's it's been tough to find people that are qualified to grade, but we are looking. So anybody out there that uh, thinks they can do it and has, I think they have some. Uh, experience and some knowledge in cards you know we'd love to hear from you yeah is there like an email address that they can contact you guys about job applications something like that uh yeah they're, they're uh you can go to beckett.com slash grading that's the grading website uh, home site uh there is a link on there i believe about um you know positions available yeah and also i think the email grading at beckett.com is also where you can send uh your resume or information yeah it would be awesome to have some more graders uh you know we just added actually added two more senior graders uh this past year and so uh there's they're getting to where they uh they've been here a few years now and they're able to travel so that helps out the rest of us but uh we can always use more well let's talk about traveling because you guys seem to be traveling a lot lately uh, you just recently got back from Philadelphia doing a card show up there. Yeah, you know, that, that's a great show. It's a really old show. I know that they've done over 100 shows there uh, at a few different locations over the years. But it's known as the Philly Card Show. Hmm. Uh, Bob Schmier, you know, started that show over 30 years ago. Uh, now Hunt Auctions uh, owns the show. So it, it's a great show. Uh, you know, we've done it for as long as grading's been around, for sure, yeah. um, back, you know, when it was in Fort Washington area. But um, it's always a good turnout for us anyway. I think um, that's a strong market for us anyway. We have a lot of customers in that area, and so we get to see a lot of great stuff. But it's located at the uh, Valley Forge Casino. Oh, wow. Of all places. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. Get, get I some, guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> for some people. Yes. Depends on the person. Yeah, for the casino <laughs> staff, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's a decent-sized facility. Uh, they have some great autograph guests. But, you know, on site there, we usually have a few graders, a couple of graders. And we'll actually not only take your submission, but we'll also we grade doing uh, what we call raw card review and graded card review on site. Um, now, we don't slab on site. That's always a question we get. We actually only slab on site at the Nationals. Mm. Um, the national show is the only one where we do it. Um, all other shows, we're either doing our raw card review and graded card review or what we call a submission only. Uh, we do quite a few of those where we'll, uh, whether to show or a shop appearance or wherever it may be, uh, we'll have one of our representatives there um, just taking submissions, answering questions, or yeah. whatnot. So as far as card shows in general go, how many shows does Beckett Grading do on average in a year? And do people expect Becca Grading to be at really all the shows? Well, I think we, it feels like we are at all the shows. So yeah. if you know of a show <laughs> that you would like for us to be at or feel like it's, it's, it's a big enough show for us, let us know because yeah. we'll probably go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we seriously, we, we, we go to every show that's large enough. Um, you know that we think we can we can do well there, and mm -hmm. there's a demand. I think when I was looking at the calendar earlier, I think there's something like 60 appearances this year wow. that we'll be making. Yeah, we've upped it a lot. Last two years, we've added like uh, two years ago, I think we doubled the mm -hmm. number of shows uh, we're doing. So if there's a show that we're not doing, it, it's either we haven't found it. Or it's just not a good fit for us, but um, uh, yeah, we're everywhere. I yeah. mean, we're coast to coast uh, at uh, you know nearly all the major shows, and and we're always looking for more. We also do shop appearances. You know, I was in Philly this past weekend. We actually did a shop appearance in Lancaster on Thursday before the show, and uh, those are great too. So let's let's dissect uh, a a card show or, or a convention. Uh, what exactly goes into the preparation for for you guys as graders? to prepare for a card show or a convention on on that massive gale 
Yeah, you know, fortunately for the actual graders, there's not a whole lot of prep work. I mean, most of us, most of the senior graders have been here, if not from day one, uh, a long time. I'm actually, uh, before these last two senior graders were promoted, I, they had been here nine years. Mm. So most of the guys who travel are pretty old pros at this. Yeah. So we kind of know what we're going getting into for yeah. the most part. So there's not a whole lot of prep work for us. We just make sure we have our tools that we need and supplies. But uh, you know, setting up a show for us to appear uh, to appear at is can, it can be uh, there's quite a bit of uh, work you know ahead of time. Mm. Um, we ha- have crews that pack everything we need in crates and have them shipped and coordinated with the venue and, and whatnot and having everything ready and our travel arrangements. So, you know, quite a bit goes into it when you're doing a show where we're grading. And, and you know, it's uh, it's it runs amazingly smooth. But, you know, for doing it for, gosh, we've been doing this for, uh, where are we at? 13, 14 years, somewhere in there. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting down pretty good. Yeah, good. As far as during the show, what, what can people expect uh, if 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 they have never been to a, a, a like the national convention like myself, what should I expect from a show? Well, you know, shows are different. Each show has its own quirks, and, and, but um, mo- most of the larger shows are the same, except for the national. The national is a different beast. Yeah. And if you've never been to a national or never been to a large scale car show, definitely make some preparations. Try to go to a national. Mm-hmm. You know, I I personally go to a lot of comic cons as well. And, oh, cool. And the national is is the closest thing in the card world to a to a comic con. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a very large venue, the largest show that that we have in our industry and if you've never been it can definitely be overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, I know in years past I've written some articles about how to prepare, you know, for a national what you need, and, you know. <laughs> a survival guide. A survival <laughs> kit. That's yeah. right, you know, a backpack and yeah. snacks and water. And, and for the love of God deodorant. You know? Oh no. Yeah, that's that's not everyone for some reason believes that. Oh but, no. <laughs> but uh you know, it, just you know, going as a casual collector, or, or even if you're a dealer, you know, a shop owner, want to go and do some buying. It's um, you definitely want to do your homework before you go to a show the size of the national. Yeah, you know, have an idea of what you're looking for and be prepared. And I learned this years ago: is take a notepad and a pen, mm-hmm. and when you see something you think you're going to think about, write down the booth number yeah. because I promise you, you will never, ever, ever remember it. <laughs> but uh, you know. Most of the, the, I guess, smaller shows than that, such as the Philly show, the uh, Chicago show coming up uh, here next week, those are great shows. They're, they're, they're big shows. And, and, you know, to be prepared, you know, there's a lot of walking. Ha- have your money that you've budgeted out. Have your cash ready. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was joking, but really pack you, you know, like a backpack with uh, some snacks and some water and, and, and the deodorant, please. I can't stress that <laughs> enough. Please, we really ask you to do that. <laughs> you know, I, I remember going to card shows at the Arlington Convention Center all the time, getting autographs from, like, Johnny Bench. What's what's the greatest memory that you have at a card show, whether you were working at it or you were there as as just a fan? Well, that's, uh, that's a tough one. I've been to a lot of shows over the years. I've, I've gotten some great autographs. Mm. You know, even working professionally, still sometimes have time to get an autograph, yeah. which is nice. There's been been quite a few, uh, a lot of greats. I, I guess one of the the most interesting uh, uh, stories from a national, uh, the '92 national in Atlanta. You know, I remember seeing autograph guests uh, there, and, and wasn't really interested in an, an autograph guest at the time. But I remember seeing Mickey Mantle. Oh wow! And I, and I remember, if I remember correctly, I think it was about thirty five dollars. Are you serious? Was the uh, was the fee? Yeah, yeah. Wow. But you know, even then, I remember thinking, you know. I just can't let go of thirty five bucks to get Mantle's autograph. You know? <laughs> so that was a little bit of a regret. Yeah. Know? But also saw uh, 
that was the first place where I actually saw a, a T206 Wagner in person. Wow. And so that was pretty cool. You know, that, that was the first big show I had been to. Yeah. And it was, it was, uh, it's a little overwhelming, you know. Yeah. Now, what what's the worst story or situation that you've been in at a card show? Oh, well, I, I know there's got to be a bunch for you. <laughs> you know, nothing, nothing terrible. Besides uh, the deodorant part. Yeah, that's, that's, that's that sounds pretty bad. That is pretty. That is pretty bad, actually. Yeah, yeah, that does rank up there. Yeah. You know, knock on wood, haven't really had uh, too many bad experiences at shows. Um, gosh, you know, probably the worst, I guess, is um, some nationals. Uh, have graded late into the night, mm. and um, one national in particular, you know, we're up by up and going by seven in the morning, and trying to get to the show around eight, eight o'clock, you know, in the morning. And uh, there was one national we graded till one a.m. Wow, most nights. And wow, so that was a uh, was not a fun one. Yeah, um, you know, I guess some people would say well, that's a first world problem. You know, you <laughs> stay up late grading cards. That's but, true. But uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a, a ton of fun. That's probably one of my worst stories. Yeah. yeah. Other other than previous questions, is there any other interesting things about card shows that that you have in mind? You know, the thing the cool thing about card shows is even in today's uh, market where uh, you know the auctions, online auctions like eBay, pretty much rule the the market. Yeah. It's amazing to me. I can still find stuff. Yeah. And even me, I mean, you know, a lot of shows I may only have Sunday afternoons to run around the show, but but it it amazes me some of the stuff that even I found. Even this just past weekend in Philly, you know, finding some cool odds and ends, uh, it's still out there. And you know, there's dealers that they may have a shop or they may have a flea market booth or whatever, and and uh, it's not their full time gig. Maybe they don't list a lot on eBay. Maybe they don't do eBay at all. And so they use they go to these shows to to buy and sell and move their inventory and. You know, you, you like I said, I'm I'm surprised. I've I've done shows a long time, and I've I've done shows back before eBay, and you know, it still amazes me that there's stuff out there. You know, there's yeah. stuff at air, that shows up at shows that you wouldn't believe. So, especially even you know, if you're into grading, you know, there there's still cards out there you can pick. Uh, you know, that are great candidates for grading. Yeah. That um, you know, maybe a dealer doesn't grade, and uh, he's got some great inventory he's come across, and yeah, it's really cool. I mean, you know, I found. You know, for the non-sport geeks out there, I actually found a dealer who'd bought a collection of Outer Limits cards, 1964 Tops Outer Limits. Hmm. And they walked into the show, and uh, he had them on Sunday afternoon. I got to go through them. Uh, one of the first people to go through them, and, you know, I, I pulled two of them that, that are, you know, probably around, you know, maybe maybe be eights yeah. condition-wise. And, you know, those are black-bordered cards, so they're condition-sensitive, but... You know, what are the odds of finding that, the raw cards like that, you know, at a show? So um, that's that's a really cool thing about shows. You know, like I said, if, you, if you've never been to one or if you've only been to some smaller shows, you know, check out what's in your area or, or you know, something that's in driving distance and, and check them out. You know, our, on our website, Beckett.com slash grading, is our calendar for upcoming shows where we're going to be. You know, it talks about if a grader's going to be there or if it's submission only. And, I mean, it gives you an idea of some of the larger shows, some of the shows that may be worth checking out. Do you have a list of any upcoming shows in the area? Yeah, I got. I actually got a few here okay. um, next month or so. What's coming up? Just to give an idea of what's going on. Uh, you know, like this weekend, we actually have. Uh, we're doing submission only in um, Las Vegas at Legacy Sports Cards. Um, got a couple in Louisiana this weekend. I got Jason's Cards in Baton Rouge as a submission only. Uh, Rays and Scott, Louisiana. Here's one we don't. We don't uh, do a whole lot in Milwaukee. This is this is a good one. Hopefully it'll grow into something where we can do some grading on site, but mm. we're doing submission only in Milwaukee at Gonzaga Hall. 
cool. That's a, that, that'll be cool. Yeah. Like I said, just don't do much in that area. Definitely like to. Yeah. Uh, of course, next weekend's a big one, Chicago show. Mm. It's uh, 21st to 23rd. Uh, that's in uh, Rosemont, Illinois, which is, for anybody that knows the area, I've been there. That's right there next to O'Hare Airport. It's the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center. Uh, it's also where they hold the National, what's in Chicago, um, like it was last year. But uh, that's a great show. That's definitely one that's up there just below the National. Uh, it'll be busy, a lot of inventory and a lot of a lot of dealers. Uh, we'll be there with multiple graders. It's it's probably our largest show next to the national. Yeah, wow. So we'll be there with uh, doing the raw Carter view and, and graded Carter view. Yeah, um, and as far as grading goes, you know we're looking for graders. And you can email at grading at Beckett.com or go to Beckett.com slash grading, correct? Yeah. You know, and, and forgive me, I didn't look, but I, I, I believe there is a, uh, a section on the website that says about uh, positions available. Mm-hmm. But grading at Beckett.com is definitely a good email, and, it, you know, that's a good place to send it. And, uh, yeah, send us, send us some information about uh, uh, your qualifications, what you feel like uh, you have that you can bring to the table and a resume and um, – you know, like I said, we're expanding. We're uh, physically as well. We actually just doubled the size of the grading area. Yeah, <laughs> um, we took over a whole another section of the building. We yeah. have a massive new vault that was just built, and so we're we're expanding physically and we're expanding business wise, and and definitely looking for graders because um, not only do we need more people here in the office, but like we've been talking about with travel. Uh, we need guys that can travel, yeah. and uh, you know, to be a senior grader, sometimes it takes a, it can take a few years to build up to that level, mm. and then even then, it's not easy being on the road. Yeah, it's not it's not an easy thing when you're doing shows, sometimes back to back, and and doing a lot of travel. So, you know, if somebody's got some travel experience as well, it's definitely a plus. Definitely. So, uh, check uh, Andy out, Broom with a View on Twitter. Uh, so much cool stuff on there. Uh, every time you post, I'm I'm definitely tuning in to see what you got. I just <laughs> saw that uh, McCarver uh, cut signature card. Uh, like what? <laughs> what was going on with that, man? Yeah, <laughs> like, that that was that was pretty funny. I'm, yeah, I'm that, not gonna lie. <laughs> no, no, you know that's the sad part is it is funny. Uh, it's it's so bad it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> just a complete cop out. There. Exactly. So if you want to check what we're talking about. Go to Twitter at Broom with a View. Uh, good stuff. Well, Andy, thanks for coming in, man, on short notice, uh, helping us out here at Beckett Radio. We appreciate you coming in. And yeah, whenever you want to come on, just stop on by. We'll have you on, okay? Awesome. Sounds great. Thanks. All right. And we have a special guest today on the phone all the way. And is it sunny or is it is it cloudy? What's going on in Burbank, Mr. Rob Veras? It's beautiful downtown Burbank. Man, I, I am so jealous because, you know, the weather's been crazy here. I think it's all right today, but the, the weather change and it's getting my sinuses all messed up. So uh, I'm glad you're enjoying the weather out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's 75, 80 degrees. The top's down in the car. Life is good. <laughs> well, good. Well, Rob, thanks for coming on uh, to talk about uh, a bunch of stuff today. Let's let's get into the, the, the meat of it. The industry summit's going on next week in Las Vegas, correct? Yep, it's going on. It starts March 16th and runs through the 19th. So there's, there's a special announcement that Beckett is uh, planning to unveil. Do you want to uh, share what's going on with that? 
Yeah, we can give a little bit of away right now if you'd like, Derek. Yeah. Um, we've um, created a new business. It's called Beckett Business Solutions. Okay. And I'm running this. I'm vice president of Beckett Business Solutions. It's a company that's designed to um, give everybody the opportunity to make the most of their e-commerce possibilities. Um, the first uh, relationship we have is probably the biggest relationship in the industry. We have a um, unique, uh, exclusive uh, relationship with eBay wow. to make it much easier and more cost-effective to sell cards through on eBay through Beckett Business Solutions. And and that's perfect because, you know, like we talked earlier, it's, there's a lot of hurdles that you have to go through. Um, so sometimes a lot of dealers don't or can't really put all their collection online but now this just makes it perfect for them to put as much as they want for just a little fee uh, in their mind. Um, now, let's let's give a little backstory. If, if some of the listeners out there don't really know who you are, you're uh, at Burbank Sports Cards, and you've been there since 1989? Yes. Um, my history in the hobby goes back to 1979 Okay. as a 12-year-old working in a coin shop. Oh, wow. And... Uh, we started putting baseball cards in the shop, and uh, soon half the store was baseball cards, half was coins, and the, the owner wanted to get out. So at the age of 22, um, me and my partner, my father, bought the company, and slowly but surely, sports cards started taking over, and the coins, the stamps, the comic books, everything you know, basically went away, and we became just a full-blown card shop. Yeah. And um, our current location in Burbank is now 7,500 square feet, and it is pure sports cards. That's all we do. Wow. So uh, as far as Beckett Business Solution goes, we're talking about sports uh, and then hopefully non-sports and maybe gaming in the near future? Yes. Well, you know, the, as far as the hurdles you were talking about, as a, as a store owner, you know, we looked at our inventory and we looked to what we could, could put on eBay, and it was always just a small fraction. And I always thought to myself, there's just got to be a better way. We need to create a relationship here. And uh, I pitched to Beckett this idea of becoming more of a business services company and, and facilitating commerce across the web. And it was very well received by Beckett Management. And I personally went after eBay and tried to show them the benefits of what we could do for them to uh, grow their category and create a much better selection of cards as well as a better user experience on the site. Yeah. And um, I've basically given up my day-to-day duties over here at Burbank to uh, take this project on, and it's been happening about the last seven months or so, and now we have a full-blown company that's ready to launch, and uh, the future is very bright. We're very excited. Yeah. Now, what's, what's the most exciting part about starting this new business and uh, partnership? Uh, there's a lot of exciting things, but really, we look at it as a total um, reset of the industry and being able to reach the wider audience. I mean, so this industry, to me, has such potential. There's just hundreds of millions of sports fans worldwide that really don't even know we exist. Yeah. And we have a lot of niche websites in our in our um, industry, but we don't really have a presence out there on the biggest collectibles website on Earth. Um, it's just you have all these great inventories, and they're stifled because whether it's the image requirements, the insertion fees, you know, having to create Excel spreadsheets and TurboLister, and people just don't have the time for that. eBay just have, has so many hurdles out there. Um, but as far as the excitement goes, um, you know, we've been a test case uh, Burbank has as well as a few other dealers that we set up early and 
sales have just gone into hyperdrive yeah. on eBay since we started this up. Yeah. And uh, we sell great products. I mean, cards are just absolutely amazing these days, but the general public just doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And you think about how many sports fans you know, go to a certain event, whether it's a football game or a baseball game, and how passionate they are, yet they don't really know just how great this hobby is and how many great options that they would have to collect. So. Yeah. Our goal and our hope is to be able to get our cards out there to the widest audience possible. Now, speaking of the goals uh, of the company, what in the, in the near future, where do you see Beckett Business Solutions becoming? Well, in the near term, I believe that we'll have 100 million cards under management being pushed to eBay. Wow. Um, the Beckett Marketplace, as it stands right now, is by far the largest place on the web for cards. There's approximately 120 million cards on the Beckett Marketplace. All of those cards are in Beckett software. Mm -hmm. This software is what is used to push to eBay. It's called Accelerator. So literally, we we look to be able to push the vast majority of that inventory to eBay over the course of this year. And we have a number of other early adopter programs in place for other sellers on the marketplace. And as of this point right now, of the top seven volume guys on eBay, Four of them are under the BBS banner. So wow. that's incredibly exciting. Yeah, that's huge. And, and since you're going to the industry summit, the sky's the limit for, for possibly getting you know pretty much everyone on board from now on, you know? Right. As of this point right now, I believe we have four different sellers under the BBS banner that have at least 100,000 unique items on eBay. There are only seven dealers total on eBay that have that kind of volume. Mm-hmm. And we, ex- we very well expect to have the top 25 largest volume guys um, on eBay by the end of the year. That's so, that's uh, incredible. We, we look to hyper hyper drive this in a big kind of way. Yeah, definitely. And let's let's talk about kind of the um, the benefits. Uh, you, you talked about the uh, I guess a subscription type to where ninety nine dollars a month uh, to up to five thousand dollars a month. What what does that entail? Um, we will have packages in place for every kind of seller, whether they're the small guy that right now maybe is sending out their cards for consignment mm-hmm. or um, or just doing things on a very small scale. Yeah. Um, we want to get them into our ecosystem affordably. Yeah. Um, so at $99 a month, we're willing to give them a, um, a store, like the ones you see on the Beckett Marketplace. Yeah. They'll be able to have access to all of Accelerator, which is the most powerful tool in the industry. It features 6 million unique items, as well as all of Beckett's pricing. And they'll also be able to push to eBay um, their items, and if it sells on eBay, it comes off their store and vice versa. Um, this package does not include the image library, and it does not include traffic to the Beckett Marketplace. But for $99 a month, you can get your inventory built, and you can drop and drag your images um, right into the software and be able to push to eBay or sell them on your own site and drive the traffic to it. So it's by far the most affordable and the most um, tool-laden you know, software you can get for $99 a month. That's crazy. And, and then, yeah, it's absolutely nuts. Yeah. And then... From there, we have packages in place that include Beckett traffic. That in itself is a tremendous opportunity. And uh, then we have packages that go above that that start including free insertions on eBay. Mm-hmm. So, and as well as our image library, which right now is about 1.5 million unique images. So um, we have packages that range from $499 a month on up. And people will hear the number $499 or $699 a month, and they might be taken aback at first. Yeah. But these packages include... 10,000 free insertions to eBay, which is a $500 value. It involves an image library where you could literally, you know, push your 81 tops complete set with images 
to eBay in a matter of a minute or two yeah. with any kind of quantity of that given card. So it's it's kind of holy grail type technology. And we have larger packages that have larger insertions to eBay. For example, we have a package that's $999 a month. And that might sound like a lot of money to spend a month, but it's actually quite the bargain because your insertion fees on eBay will go from $0.05 cents to $0.02 cents a month, and you'll have the images in place to push. So you start thinking about that, and then you start thinking about having your own store that the business is being pushed back to, as well as Beckett-driven traffic, and you start thinking, wow, that's actually quite the bargain. Yeah, and so, the, the crazy thing about this, and honestly, I think it would be a horrible idea to not jump on this bandwagon if if you're a small or medium or even a big time dealer, it just you're saving money wherever you look, you know, and like you said, you know, the bigger packages, obviously it's it's if you think about, you know, nine hundred and ninety nine dollars, that's that's a lot of money. But if you break it down and look at the the cost that you will be end up spending without it, you're saving money. And so you might as well just just, you know, buck up and 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 pay that extra cash and just watch your business grow and and make even more money from it. Well, you know, the $999 package isn't what I recommend for people right away. I recommend the $99 package to start. Yeah. Because because you have to have the cards in our accelerator software to be able to utilize things. Yeah. So the first 3-4 months, someone's going to want to sit there and literally spend 24 hours a day getting their cards loaded into our software. And then we have this ladder in place where you could start at 99 a month, and you're like, okay, now I have enough cards. Now I want to get Beckett's driven traffic as well. I want to jump to this level. Now all of a sudden, wow, I've got enough inventory now. I want to take advantage of this image library and these free insertions to eBay. So basically it's a ladder that we've developed that can take you from just starting out for $3 a day with our service to being able to go up to, literally, there's no barriers. There's no glass ceiling with us. Yeah. You know, most other sites within this industry, there's a glass ceiling. No matter how big you get, there's only so big you can get without getting out to eBay. Yeah. So, um, and then the other thing is the exposure to the wider market. You think of the branding that's involved. Most sellers on eBay have 500 or 1,000 cards. Their name really isn't getting in front of a lot of people. You're able to push 50,000 cards to eBay. And that traffic that you're going to generate, A, back to your own website, but B, you know, it, it's just, it's something that you just can't do otherwise. Yeah. So for $999 a month, you know, down the road for a dealer, that might seem ridiculous, mm. but literally you think of the time that it would take to scan all of those different cards, you know, and push them all through. You know, it's just like most dealers are one-man operations. And they'll never get to that size and scope without this relationship. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd already be on eBay with fifty thousand unique items, and they're not. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're we're exceptionally excited. We really think that this is the revolutionary type of tool that the industry's been waiting a very long time for. And there's no two better companies to put this together than the largest uh, collectible site on the web, which is eBay, and the, and the world's greatest uh, data and pricing site, which is Beckett. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, the sky's the limit. And you honestly, you better jump on the bandwagon now when when it's it's just jumping off instead of kind of getting left behind, you know, and you never know where it's going to be, you know, two years, five years, even six months down the road. We feel that sellers will have the opportunity to sell five to 10,000 cards a day on eBay once they get fully integrated. Um, we as Burbank, and it's a bit of a slippery slope that, uh, 
you know, a company like Burbank is running this. And, you know, really, we needed to get involved in this because otherwise it, it just wouldn't have happened. We've yeah. been waiting for years for somebody to take the reins of this and to create something that could grow the industry, and it just wasn't happening. I took the initiative and pitched it, and both sides loved it. I've given up responsibilities at Burbank. I'm strictly full-time on this Beckett Business Solutions initiative. And, you know, we've seen um, our sales literally 10 times larger on eBay within the last two weeks. So we will have passed a million unique items on eBay Mm. in 16 days. It took us 16 days to push 1 million unique items onto eBay using the Beckett Business Solutions program and the Accelerator tool. That's how efficient and fast this is. And, um, you know, it's, you know, it's funny, a card that sells, that sits at a show for a nickel Mm -hmm. sells all day long on eBay for a dollar because you're going to the wider market. And what we hope is that retailers in this industry will look at their inventories in entirely different ways, where they'll be able to look at BBS type sellers on the site, such as hoopla sports cards, triple play sports, games and cards, some of the largest online sellers in the business and look at their feedback and see, oh, my God, I cannot believe the amount of cars that they're selling at a dollar minimum. Yeah. And then look at their inventories and go, and, you know what, we're trying to sell this stuff at a quarter or a nickel, and it's been sitting here for years. Mm. You know, um, There is demand for every car that's ever existed. We firmly believe that. It just has to be in front of the best eyeballs in the industry, and everybody knows that's eBay. Well, and, and it sounds like the guy who's in charge of this and yourself is just a great person to, to start this initiative. And, and the sky's the limit. And what better way to start than with yourself, Mr. Varis? And uh, Beckett Business Solutions, I, I think it's going to jump off. It already has in the past couple weeks as we talked off, off air. Uh, so you know, I, I'm excited to see the the success in this company. And but let's let's talk about a little more personal side of of yourself. I, I want to talk about you know favorite products, uh, favorite sport. Give us I don't know your favorite card that you've ever seen or maybe you've ever collected. You know that's a great question. Uh, I'm really partial to the uh, '55 tops Ted Williams. Ooh. Growing up in Boston, my grandfather being just a huge Ted Williams fan, yeah. you know, um, by the time, you know, I was in my late teens where I was actually able to afford one of those and, yeah. <laughs> and get that in my collection. That card's always held a special place in my heart. Um, the 76 Tops World Series card that kind of has three or four frames on it of the 75 World Series that featured the Red Sox. Yeah. It's a dollar card, but that's just one of those cards when I see it, it just puts a big grin on my face. Yeah. Um, I'm a card nerd. I love sports <laughs> cards. You have to love this business to do um, to do it, and I think the most successful people in this industry are the ones that really don't view it as a job but come in every day just looking forward to what collection might come in over the counter or, you know, what cards get ordered online or don't mind getting dirty and, yeah. and breaking cards down and sorting cards. And people freak out when they come in my office, and I'm like, you know, I do this stuff. I break down 1997 baseball by brand. <laughs> you know, I just – and I get upset if I can't actually get my hands on cards over the course of the day. So, yeah. you know, I still have a great passion for the, for the category. As far as a favorite brand of cards, Topps Heritage comes out, I'm just all over it. I just – to me, it just mixes the old with the new with mm. the wrapper and just, <laughs> oh, to me, it's like the perfect product. When that thing first released in 2001, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, somebody just <laughs> so got this right. And um, yeah, to me, that's like the perfect product. It's at a great price point and, and people want to build a set. It's not just about the hits. 
it's a product that you break because I want to finish it. And that's what every product should be about. Definitely. So I, one of our previous guests on this show today was Andy Broom. He's a grader here at Beckett. And we talked all about uh, card shows because of the industry summit coming up and talked about the national convention and things like that. I asked him about uh, what his most interesting or notorious story at a card show was. So I want to uh, put that question on you. What's the craziest, most interesting story or experience that you've had at a card show? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I believe I have to go back to, I think it was about 1991 or so, um, where it was a Jack Petrozelli show in Anaheim, and a dealer had a couple packs of 52 Tops baseball. Wow. And the word was that he was going to open them if they didn't sell that day. Yeah. And um, and so I got word of it, and I'm like, oh, I need to go back over to that booth. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, uh, they opened a couple packs of 52 Tops. And uh, there was... Um, the problem with those packs, and I've opened them in, my, in the past as well, is the gum would tend to eat through a couple of the cards uh. on one side, and the wax over time would eat through on the other side, but the cards in between were just absolutely screaming. But they were, they were nobodies, mm. so it, was, it wasn't a winning rip, but boy, was it exciting um, just watching that and going, yeah. wow. <laughs> just, that, that was something that was really cool to me. Yeah. So and that's the first thing that jumps out of my mind. Yeah. And what about the worst experience you've had at a card show, if you want to uh, indulge us in that? You know, I think, unfortunately, a lot of people just have bad experiences at card shows all the time. Because to me, and this is one of the things I pitched to Austin, who runs the um, eBay um, sports collectibles category, as well as Sandeep, yeah. is that a collector comes up to a table. The table has a lot of cards. Mm. The collector has a want list. And he'll ask, you know, I'm collecting, you know, Jason Witten football cards. What do you have for Jason Witten? Yeah. And the answer invariably is, I think I have some, but you'll have to dig through these boxes. Uh. Or I, you know, or you know, maybe I have them at home. And the the problem lays in the fact that the customer can't get satisfaction. Yeah. And that to me is the always always is the worst experience of the show. Is I sit at tables. For hours, I'm just digging through, buying stuff for inventory. That's what I've always done at card shows. And people, every few minutes, would come up to the table and go, do you have this? Do you have that? I'm trying to finish this set. I collect this player. And the response is, no, 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 I can't help you. Yeah. And that's a turnoff. And we've been turning off the consumers for a very long time in this industry. Mm. And what we're hoping is that with our tools, we'll be able to sit there and have websites that will be very, very functional that people can use, as well as the wider market that uses eBay to uh, shop our industry. So that, those are the negative experiences I see all the time at shows. And, and that goes, I'm not even going to get into all the different things with autographs and yeah. jerseys and things that aren't real. That's a, <laughs> that's, that's a subject for somebody else. I just see that on a, on a regular basis, and it just frustrates me. Um, but anyways, Rob, I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and giving us some of your valued time to, to talk to us today. And whenever you're in Dallas and you want to do a in-person interview, man, there's, there's a seat right open for you, okay? Oh, that's wonderful. I hope to be there soon. And just uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. Obviously, I'm excited about this. I think that the uh, industry has been waiting for something that can uh, – you know, get the product out to the wider market. And yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm just a fan of this business. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate you letting me on board here. And uh, hopefully there's an opportunity to get, do it again soon. Now, is there, uh, is there a place where someone can email you or is there a website to have more oh, yeah. of this information? Yep. 
just go to BeckettBusinessSolutions.com. It'll talk about the company. It'll break down the different packages available. And after March 17th, we'll be starting to take applications. And, uh, you know, we'll look forward to answering any questions that anybody might have. Perfect. Well, Mr. Varis, thank you so much for coming on, and, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? You got it, Derek. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh. Well, that about wraps it up here at Beckett Radio for this week. Uh, we just had a couple of interviews. Just just to lighten the mood, we're going to steer away from the typical segments that we do from previous weeks. We just wanted to get a couple of showcased items for you guys. I mean, Beckett Business Solutions is a, is a huge thing, and it's going to pop off here in the next week. So definitely check it out. Well, I think that's it for me. I'm Derek Ficken. Justin will be back next week. But uh, thanks for listening to Beckett Radio. And if you guys have any questions or comments, hit us up on Twitter at Beckett Radio or through email, uh, which is radio at Beckett.com. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.